You're listening to World Evangelistic Podcast, preaching the word, winning souls, stirring up the gifts in believers, equipping saints to do the work of the ministry. And now, and now, Evangelist Kofi. that is, jo is joining me right now on Facebook and on YouTube, Adrian, um, Pessa, Vanessa, Jay, Sharon, um, Cara, Carline. Um, thank you for joining me this morning. I want you to share this broadcast and um, let's, we're going to pray. I'm going to encourage you in the word of the Lord. Amen. As I was coming this morning, actually, let's pray before we, we continue. Good morning, I'm Trey. Let me know where you are watching from this morning, what nation you are watching from, what city, what state, you know, whatever information you want to put there. Let me know where you are watching from, and I will say, I say thank you for joining me and welcome. Keep sharing the broadcast for me. Let's get the message out. Let's encourage people in, 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 in times like this. Let's be um, the light. Let's shine for the light of God and also offer prayers for people who are being affected and who are, um, who are afraid don't know how their tomorrow is going to turn out. It is our duty as the children of God to bring encouragement and bring an assurance and hope to the world, especially when um, people have no hope and don't know what they are doing. So that's why I'm here this morning. I'm going to do that. I'm going to encourage you. Welcome from Carolina, West Virginia. Welcome from South Africa, Cape Town, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Fourth World, Texas, Dallas, Texas, North Carolina, Albany, Oregon, Columbus, Georgia. Welcome everyone that is joining us. Keep sharing this broadcast. Keep inviting people to come on. As I woke up this morning and I was taking a shower, I was thinking about everything that is going on and the reasons not to fear. I don't have a note. So I'm going to just say it. Um, as I remember the things that I was, the things that came, came up in my spirit this morning. But you have to understand Welcome, London, United Kingdom. Welcome, World Wildwood, Alberta, Anchorage, Alaska. Welcome, everyone that is joining us. I really, really appreciate you spending your time to join us and also allowing yourself to hear the Word of God because the Bible says that for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And if there has ever been a time in, 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 your, in our lifetime, because, you know, um, this is probably the most terrified I don't know about you but this is the most terrified I've ever I've seen people in my lifetime maybe um, because you know maybe you have seen worse there are people that have lived through like wars which I don't know if there's anybody alive that has lived through like World War One or World War Two but you know there are people watching that you know I have friends actually that lived through the um, civil war in, in 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 their nations I have friends that lived through the civil war that the 21 years, lived through some of the years within the 21 years of the 
civil war and the atrocities that was going on in Liberia where people were like actually, you know, eating human flesh and all the wicked things that were going on. So this scare might not even be like any big deal for them, you know, but people are afraid. People are panicking. I had a friend send me a message yesterday. He was like, Kofi, you know, like you could, you can't, she wasn't speaking to me, but it was a message so you could feel the terror in her writing that I have a headache. You know, people have been having headaches for however long, you know, they get headaches, they get flu, they get cold, and they're never afraid. But this time, you know, like just a slight headache, I have a headache, and she's panicking, you know, thinking maybe she has uh, coronavirus. So the fear of this whole thing is more devastating than even the actual um, virus. That is, that is fact. But one th the reason, you know, few reasons why you shouldn't be afraid, and I'm not, I don't have a note. I'm just going to go as I, I, it comes up in my spirit. But one of the reasons why you shouldn't be afraid, because we have, God has actually commanded us, when you read Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, he said, be strong and courageous. So it is a commandment for you to be strong. It's not a negotiating. You have been commanded as a child of God to, to exhibit strength and courage. You know, courage or, or courage is moving, moving in spite of the, the fears that is, that is surrounding you or the possibility of fear. So one, and you see throughout the Bible, the, the phrase, be strong and courageous has been, according to, you know, theologians, I haven't really done the count, but according to theologians, it's written about 365 times in the Bible. It's one of the most um, commonly used phrase throughout the Bible, both the Old Testament and the New Testament, that be strong and courageous. That God expects you in times like this to gather courage and know. As David declares, that though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. Why would he not fear no evil? Because thou art with me. If you know that God is on your side, you have to exhibit courage. You have to, you have to get rid of all fears and stand tall knowing that even though that in times like this, yes, it seems like I'm walking through the valleys of the shadow of death. But I refuse to give in to fear. I refuse to allow myself to be afraid. And I will stand tall and I will push forward and I will stand upon the word of God. And I know that as God has declared concerning my life and has declared in his word, so shall it be in my life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Why should you not be afraid? Let's look at Isaiah chapter 43, and I believe the verse number 2. I want to say thank you to everyone that has joined me, everyone that has shared the broadcast for me. Keep sharing the broadcast. Isaiah 43, the verse number 2. He says that when you pass through the, the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. It seems like you are passing through the, the rivers of virus now. But God sent me this morning to assure you that those rivers shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. See, God is not saying that when you pass through the water, maybe you might you might be over, over you maybe you might have to do it alone. Or you walk through the rivers, maybe the rivers might drown you depending if you know how to swim. Or, the, or if you don't know how to swim, then you need a, um, what do they call it, a life, whatever, the vest. 
And if you don't have a life verse, good luck. No, he says that God has, God is assuring you this morning that and if you walk through the rivers, you shall not be overflow. It shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. Somebody say this. I shall not be burned by, I shall not be burned by this virus in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Nor shall the flame scourge you. So the flame is not allowed to scourge you. You are not allowed to be burned by the fire. You are not, the river is not allowed to overflow you in the mighty name of Jesus. And he says that he shall be with you as you go through the waters. God has assured you and he's guaranteed you that there is an assurance on your life that God is going to be with you in times like this. That no matter what the world brings, no matter the agenda that is behind this, no matter the hidden plans and the hidden plots of the enemy behind this, as the Lord Jesus Christ lives, God says that you, you are the church, you are, the, you are, you are the, the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are part of the church, of, you, are part, you are a member of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus said that he shall build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. I see the gates of hell not prevailing over your life. I see the gates of hell not prevailing over your family. I see this disease not prevailing over you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you believe, you say amen to the glory of God. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid because like David declared, yet though I walk in Psalm 23, yet though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I will, not I might not, not if it's not fearful enough, not if the news doesn't um, um, cover it enough, not if, if there, is, there is a cure, not if um, I get help, not, no, yet though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death. You know, to some people, maybe at this time, you are, it seems like you are walking through the valleys of the shadow of death because you turn over your news and all you hear is death, 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 death. But you know, God said that even though you are walking through those valleys, listen, it, you, you shouldn't fear no evil. David said, I will fear no evil. I refuse to be afraid. I refuse to give in to fear. I refuse to be uh, per perplexed. I refuse to panic because God is with me. His rod and his stuff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, reasons why you shouldn't allow yourself to be afraid. And you know, the Bible said that fear itself is a spirit. Hallelujah. Understand this, fear is a spirit and it's not from God. So if it's not from God, then it's from the devil. Because the Bible says that for I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of the soundness of mind. Listen, fear, if you give in to fear, just as when you give in to faith, and I've explained to you that fear is reciprocal to faith. Fear does completely opposite of what faith does. If faith amplifies the voice of God in your life and your faith attracts what you've set your faith to get, it is the same way on the contrary. That fear would amplify the voice of the enemy in your life and fear would attract that which you've set your fear on. Hallelujah. It is in the Bible. Job chapter 3 verse 25. He says that for that which I fear the most has happened in my life. Because if fear is, the, is, is a spirit, that means that when you give in to fear, you are opening the door to the enemy. And you are allowing yourself to heed to the voice of the enemy. And when you heed to the voice of the enemy, you shall be overwhelmed to the voice of the enemy. And you will be given in to the voice of the enemy. Listen, the devil, only, the only thing that he can do is to suggest to you and 
it is up to you to give in to his suggestion. And he suggests to you through fear, through panic, and through um, you being, you know, you caving in and whatnot. You know, the devil, that's how the, devil, the voice of the devil is. It would give, when you give in to that, because fear would amplify the voice of the enemy. Fear would, would, would put the voice of the enemy high and you begin to panic. That is what it is. For, the, for that which I fear the most, according to Job, has happened to me. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that the perfect love that casts away all fear, that during times like this, may you experience the love of God like none other. May you experience the presence of God like you have never done before in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And may every fear be removed from your life. May every fear be cast away from you. May every fear go away from you. And may you stand in boldness. May you be strong and courageous and say that God has declared in his word according to Psalm 91 verse 10 that no evil shall befall me nor shall any plague come near my dwelling. I believe the word of God. I stand upon the word of God and I declare no evil shall come near my dwelling no no evil shall before me nor shall any plague come near my dwelling it doesn't matter whether the name is COVID-19 or coronavirus you are not permitted to come near my dwelling you are not permitted to come before me you can happen wherever you want but minus me minus my family minus my loved ones in the mighty name of Jesus you know when you actually let's put aside even Biblical, what the Bible says, and spiritual things, and let's even face the fact. You are, most, you are more likely to survive when you contract coronavirus than for you to die. Look at the percentage. Look at the, you know, the death toll. Yes, it is very devastating. It is very sad. I, I am anti-premature death in every, from abortion to, you know, whatever. I am anti-premature death. No one is supposed to die before their time. I don't agree. I don't, I, don't, I don't want people to die before their time. I believe that especially people that are not saved, that they need you know, time to repent. And that's, that's why even the Bible, Peter said that for God has delayed in his coming, not because he doesn't want to come or he can't come, but he's given time for people to repent. So I, I am, and I've seen too many people, you know, especially in my family, in the past died before their time. So I am very, 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 you know, anti-premature death. So it is very devastating and it's very heartbreaking to see, you know, this disease, you know, killing people before they were, you know, intended, before the time that it was set for them to, to die. So I'm not I'm making light of the fact that, you know, families are, being, are losing loved ones to this um, epidemic. But the truth of the matter is that there is also many people, many, way more people that have recovered from this epidemic than people that have actually been killed by this epidemic. So what I want to encourage you as a child of God and as a man of God, what I want to encourage you this morning is that never put yourself in the negative, always put yourself in the positive. First of all, you have to set your faith and believe that there is no way that this disease will come near you because the word of God says so. And even if you have had a disease or you, you get the disease, you should know, declare, like the Hebrew boys did, that said, Cain, even if our God don't deliver us, we'll, 
we will by no means bow to you. Even if I get this by, by some means of, some means beyond my comprehension or my understanding, if I get this disease, this disease can never send me to my grave. Hallelujah. That it would, it would die on contact with my body. You know the story of, the famous story of John G. Lake during the times of the bubonic plague, um, plague which I was reading the statistics today. I don't know the authenticity of that statistics, but if it's true, which means that the bubonic plague caused more atrocities or caused more fatalities than what, you know, we're experiencing. And again, you know, you can't say anything because this has not yet ended. So we don't know what is going to be off when it come, everything comes to an end. But the bubonic plague was very um, dangerous and deadly. But when it touched the hands of John G. Lake, they, they, under, under a microscope, they saw the virus died when it came in contact with his body. Why? Because he believed on the scripture that says that the spirit of life, it is the, the, let me read it, Romans chapter, the book of Romans chapter 8, verse number 2, for the, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So anything that came as a result of sin and death, he says that the law of the spirit of the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made him free. Jesus Christ said that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Listen, if you, are, if you have accepted the life of Jesus Christ, you should understand that that life that you have accepted has made you free from the law of sin and death. That no, lo no longer does sickness and disease and premature death no longer has authority and dominion over you in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says that for this reason the Son of God was made manifest so that he would destroy the works of the enemy. I see every work of the enemy in your life being destroyed this morning. I see sickness being destroyed this morning. I see diseases being destroyed this morning. I see coronavirus being destroyed this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And as we pray, heaven shall hear us. Heaven shall send help in the name of Jesus. This morning we're going to pray and we're going to deploy the angels of God to begin to neutralize the curse of this virus in the mighty name of Jesus. We render it powerless in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we declare, we command it to stop its spread in the name of Jesus Christ. We break every force and every power that is behind this atrocity, that is behind this devil, that is behind this evil. We command their powers to be broken. We strip their coats of mail and we blind them in the name of Jesus. We bring them to the crossroad. We Bring them to the crossroad in the name of Jesus Christ. May their path be filled with darkness. May their roads be filled with sharp stones in the mighty name of Jesus. May they be stricken where they are not protected in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Just as David slayed Goliath, we command them to fall in the order of Goliath in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This virus will not advance anymore in the name of Jesus. We bring a barricade before it. We set up a war against it. We bring a standard up against it in the name of Jesus, I command this virus to die. I command this virus to dissipate. I command this virus to begin to dry up in the mighty name of Jesus. It is, we declare it a non-effect in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that no one shall die again of this virus. We curse it. We curse it. We curse it. 
In Jesus' name. We declare that let it go back to where it came from. In the mighty name of Jesus. Every power that is behind it. Every spirit of sickness. That spirit of disease. That is behind this force. We curse them now. We command, we command them to die. In Jesus' name. We set up blindness upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Wherever you are. Continue sharing this broadcast for me. Share the broadcast. Let's get it out. Let's encourage people. Let people know that God is on, the, on, on your side. And the Bible says that if God be for you, what can stand up against you? You know, you are a Christian. You've been quoting that verse a lot. If God be for you, what can stand up against you? This is the time to actually live, live it out. If God be for me, what can stand up against me? And no disease can stand up against me. No evil can stand up against me. No poverty can stand up against me. No troubles can stand up against me. Because the Bible said, Greater is he who lives on the inside of me that they die, than they die of the world. I am not afraid. I am not going to give in to fear. I am not going to allow the devil to gain access in my life through fear. I am not going to amplify the voice of the enemy in my life through fear. I would give in to faith. Faith in God. Faith in his son faith in his in his holy spirit and faith in the word of god that if the word of god says that yea though i walk through the valleys of the shadows of death i shall fear no evil i stand upon that principle i stand upon that scripture the efficacy of the word of god and i declare yea though i am walking through the valleys of death i fear no evil i fear no sickness i fear no disease in the name of jesus because god is with me in the mighty name of jesus christ the Bible says that if, if the devil comes up against you like a flood, God shall raise up a standard. Listen, this evil has come up upon the world like a flood. And God has lifted up a standard against it. God is saying that just as God spoke to the sea and gave the sea boundaries, God is putting up a boundary upon this sickness. Yeah, spread no further. Begin to fall back. Begin to roll back in the mighty name of Jesus. You fought devil behind that virus. You fought devil behind us, um, disease, behind coronavirus. I speak the word of God to you. Yeah, begin to spread no further. Begin to dry up, begin to back off, begin to dissipate and die in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We stop your advancement in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We stop your influence. We render you powerless by the power of the Holy Ghost and the efficacy of the blood of Jesus. We bring the blood of Jesus against you and we declare the Lord is against you in the mighty name of Jesus you will not touch the people of God you will not cause any fatalities in the name of Jesus Christ we have declared and we have prayed and the church say amen to the glory of God hallelujah I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost Marikando Jerebaga, she can Torobo, Gibra Cabayandorosco Torobo Regaras, Marican Derebahandorosco Torobo. We break its influence, we render it powerless, we, we declare it it's to come to naught. We neutralize its effects in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We neutralize its poison in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We declare coronavirus impotent in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Just as you came out of nowhere, you shall disappear in the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, 
Andiriba Shereski Taraba, Yekabayando, Reka Terebahando, Jikaske Brian Derebaha, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, don't allow yourself to just. It is very easy in times like this to begin to panic and to be afraid. Because one thing that I've, I've learned and I've studied is that just as Jesus said that who is afraid has ever added one hair to their head. You know, what fear and panicking does, you know, because listen, you can't make, and one reason why you shouldn't be afraid because you can't make good decisions when you are afraid. So even in this time that you are deciding to take certain precautious measures, when you are afraid, you can't make good decisions based on how to like keep yourself secure. Amen. You can't be precautious enough because you, your, your mind is so consumed with fear that you are not even able to protect yourself. You can't think clear when you are afraid. Because what, like I said, faith attracts that which you've set your faith upon. Fear attracts that which you are afraid of. So what the devil wants to use fear to accomplish in your life is that that which you are afraid the most should happen to you. So the devil clouds your mind and blocks your mind and your ability to take good decisions when you are afraid so that he can lead you right into that which you are afraid of. That is the fact. That is why you have to fight against fear like you would fight against any demonic oppression. Amen. You have to make up your mind that as a child of God, I would actually be the source of strength for others. That my family members that are afraid, they would come and talk to me. Just like, you know, my friend, this girl I know from Worcester, you know, very good person, sent me a message all of a sudden yesterday because she knew that she could push strength from me. Because she knew that when she calls me and tells me that she's afraid, I'm not going to tell her that you're probably going to die. Amen. So, you are not going to die. No matter what, where you are or who you are. Understand this, we are praying for you. Jesus himself is interceding on your behalf. Because the Bible says that he's seated at the right hand side of the Father, interceding on our behalf. So, and be encouraged, Jesus himself is praying for you. But, when you give in to fear, you leave the hands of Jesus tied because... It is your choice. Fear, you know, giving into fear is actually a choice. Fear is a choice. And it is up to you to allow yourself to be afraid or to allow yourself to stand in faith. And I would encourage you, you know, as I've been doing, it's not going to touch you. You know, like yesterday I asked, do, do you know anybody that has have been affected with this virus. None of you knew somebody except one person, and the only reason why she knows somebody is because she's a medical personnel. She's a nurse and works in the hospital and had had a case or two in their hospital. But other than that, none of you know anybody that has coronavirus. So then why are you like concerned or why are you afraid? And it's going to remain that way until this whole ordeal comes to an end. 
It's going to remain that way. It's going to, as quickly as it came, it's going to disappear. And then you're going to stand there and be like, man, I didn't meet anyone with coronavirus. I didn't come in contact with a person. I don't know any family member that had or has coronavirus. That is going to be your story. Hallelujah. So rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice. I say rejoice. The Bible says that anyone that is born of God overcomes the world. This is our victory. The only one that is born of the world overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So, you are born of God, you have the potentiality of being an overcomer. You are a potential overcomer. But the only way you can even overcome the world is through your faith. That if you begin and decide to walk in faith during this time, during this period of your life. You know, if there has, you know, light shines brightest in darkness. When the sun is out and there, there is brightness outside, you don't need your light. Nobody turns on their headlamp, their car light to, to be able to see when it is broad daylight. Do you know why? Because there is no need for light when there is light, a brighter light shining. But there is a need for light when there is darkness. So as we are experiencing an evil period in society and in the world. As the world is at war with this plague, this is the time you should allow your light to shine the brightest. Because the Bible says that when the light shineth, darkness comprehended it not. So this is the time to really exhibit and show forth that you do and truly believe in God, that your Christian work is not just lip singing. It's not, it's not just when it's bright out. You say that you are a light when it's bright and when no one can see your light. But when, you are, when there is actually darkness, that is when you're, you know, we find out that you actually have no light or your light is actually flickering. But no, I don't, your light is not flickering. Your light is shining bright. The Bible said the path of the righteous shall shine bright and brighter unto that perfect day. No matter what they want you to believe, we are moving towards that perfect day. Hallelujah. We are mo moving towards that perfect day. But sometimes before we get to a day, we have to go through, before there is a new day, there is dawn. And there is nighttime. And this is the nighttime. Don't put off your light in the nighttime. Let your light shine. Because the day is coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So stand in faith. Be encouraged. Know without a shadow of doubt that God got you. Somebody say that God got me. Type it in the comment. God got me. You know, we used to say something like a phrase when we would do the morning prayer. And let's bring it back. I am the king's kid. I am the king's kid. You're, you are in the palace of God. Wherever you are, you are in the palace of God and you are secured. Say this, I am secured. My life is secured. There is a divine security over my life. There is a divine protection 
Hallelujah. There is a hedge of protection over your life. You are secured. You are protected. The angels of God keep watch over you. In, you know, in Psalm 91. Let's pray again. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we deploy the angels of God, the warrior angels of God with a sword. We deploy them into the streets of America and the streets of this world. And oh God, may they begin to neutralize this poison. In the name of Jesus. Father, as Elijah, Elisha put the stick into that poisonous soup and that poison was neutralized. Father, may the angels of God begin to neutralize this poison. In the name of Jesus. Let it be neutralized now. Let it be neutralized now. Let it be neutralized now. Let this poison be neutralized now. Father, you said that we shall even drink deadly poison and it shall not kill us. We shall walk upon the scorpions and the serpents, and then nothing by any means. Jesus said that nothing by any means, any means necessary. He didn't say that you shall walk upon the scorpions and the serpents and something can harm you only if it is a virus. He says that nothing by any means harm you. I want you to write in the comment and say it out of your mouth that nothing by any means Nothing by any means will harm me. I am unharmable. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am beyond reproach. I am protected. My family is protected. My wife is protected. My children are protected. My child, I have one now. But if, when I have a second one, my children are protected. I am heavenly God and nothing by any means harm me. Nothing shall by any means harm me. I am unharmable. I don't even know if that is a word. But let's make it a word. The devil will understand it. I am, and God understands it too. God knows what we mean. I am unharmable. I have the whole host of heaven watching over me. I am protected. I want us to pray right now. We are placing a divine embargo upon this upon this virus. Hallelujah. We are placing a divine embargo upon this virus in the mighty name of Jesus. A, a, a ban. We ban it. We banish it. We vanquish it. We evacuate it. We expel it. We cancel it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Father, we put a divine embargo on this disease. In the mighty name of Jesus. We vanquish this disease. We stop it in its tracks. We command it to die in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus. Coronavirus, we put an embargo on you. You are banned from this world. In Jesus' name. 
we fire the arrows of God against this virus and every force that is behind this virus, every evil force behind this virus, we fire the arrows of God against you and we release the sword of heaven against those devils in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We cut off its wings and we declare it will not advance any further. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. We command this disease to dry up. We declare coronavirus a thing of the past. We declare coronavirus history. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It will not come near you. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. And believe that God is faithful to answer our prayers as we have prayed. Hallelujah. Somebody say this, God is faithful to answer my prayers. And because I have prayed, this thing will not come near me. It is dying out. It is dying out. It is dying out. Listen, when it is all said and done, every single one of you will still be alive. When it's all said and done, every single one of you will still be alive. Your families will be intact. You are forbid, forbidden and prohibited to lose a loved one to this virus. You are not allowed. You are commanded against it in the name of Jesus Christ. You are not allowed to lose a loved one to this virus in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody say this. Somebody say this. I am forbidden to lose my, to lose my life or the life of a loved one to this virus. Write this in the comment. I want to see it. And say to yourself, I am forbidden to lose the, a life of a loved one or my life to this virus in the mighty name of Jesus. I am forbidden to lose the life of a loved one or my life to this virus in the mighty name of Jesus. It is, a for, it, is a forbid, it is forbidden to lose my life or the life of a loved one. I, I, you know, I set myself as a principality to protect my family in the mighty name of Jesus. That nothing will happen to my, fam my family members without my permission in Jesus' name. I am forbidden to lose my life or the life of a loved one to this virus in Jesus' name. Begin to... Begin to say it, write it in the comment, repeat it to yours. I am forbidden. I am forbidden. It's a, it's a prohibition. You know, I, am, I am prohibited. I am, I am blocked. I am commanded against it. 
It doesn't matter the strength of the influence. The, it, it will not have an influence over my life or the life of my loved one. This virus will not have influence over my life or the love. We block, we neutralize its influence. We render it powerless. We frustrate its devices. In the mighty name of Jesus. We frustrate its devices. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let its la mashika handoski brayadaka. I feel the Holy Ghost. Man, so it took this long for me to get it. Ah, shikabaraske tede bahab. Jibreyando rokosho todobo jikabaraske debe. Remanti di bahando. Jekabayando. You are forbidden. Ah, mashki brayanti di baragados. It is forbidden. It is prohibited. Mashe kabaya mashki dabagadoja. It is a prohibition. It is like a no-go zone. It's a ban. It's an embargo. I've been banned to die from this virus or this disease. And I've, I've banned any of my loved ones to die from this virus or this disease. Hallelujah. I'm, I have been banned to get this disease. It's a ban. My body is not even allowed. There is an embargo on me that prohibits me from contracting this disease. Jesus Christ has placed a prohibition. He has marked me with his blood. Just as, you know, when the blood was put upon the doorpost of the Israelites, it was a prohibition. It was a sign. It was an embargo that was placed upon them. They were commanded. It was impossible for the death angel to enter into them. It was impossible because they had been commanded. They had been banned from 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 receiving that death, death angel. That is the same thing. You have been banned, prohibited. I am forbidden to be sick. Because it's not in my covenant rights. It is not, it is, I don't, it is illegal, you know. It is illegal for me to contract this virus because it's not in my covenant rights. It is not in the law that governs my life. For I have been, for the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the spirit of sin and death. I am set free. I am, I am banned. It would be illegal. And I'm not a lawbreaker. Woo! I, it would be illegal. And I'm not a lawbreaker. I am a law-abiding citizen. I am a law-abiding citizen. So because of that, I would abide by the law that it is illegal for me to be sick. Not just coronavirus, all sicknesses. Hallelujah. I am forbidden. 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 I forbid my wife. I forbid my daughter. I forbid my mom. I forbid any of my siblings to contract this virus. 
they are prohibited. There is a prohibition on their life. There is an embargo. There is a ban. They are not allowed to be sick. I ban them from being sick. I want you to begin to pray that I ban my children for being sick. Mashi karaskete de bahando rekabash jibagado jere maskida baragadosh. You know, beginners. I ban my children for being sick. I ban my wife. I ban my my husband. I ban them. They are not allowed. They are prohibited. It is forbidden. It is illegal. It is unconstitutional. <laughs> Ooh, somebody is excited this morning. I got joy, joy, joy. Hallelujah. Koro or no koro, we are moving forward. You know, there's a song in my country that goes, Through Jesus Christ, I am moving forward. Through Jesus Christ, I am moving forward. Through Jesus Christ, I am moving forward. Whether koro or no koro, I have banned it. My children will not be sick. My family members will not be sick. My loved ones will not be sick. I ban it, I ban it, I ban it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Through Jesus Christ, I am moving forward. Through Jesus Christ, I am moving forward. In spite, yeah, though. Somebody put that verse. Yeah, though, I walk, put it in the King James because I like it. Put it under. Yea, though I walk through Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I shall fear no evil. I want somebody to please put in the comment right now. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I shall fear no evil. Yea, though, yea, though, yea, though, yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I shall not. I shall not, I shall not. No evil shall befall me, nor shall any plague come near my dwelling. I am forbidden. It is a prohibition. I am forbidden. I am forbidden. Ye though, share the broadcast for me. Ye though, I walk through. I want somebody to copy and paste it from the Bible, from the King James. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, I shall not, I shall fear no evil. Yea, though, put in the comment, I want to, I'm waiting for the first person to write it. Through Jesus Christ, I am moving forward. No evil shall befall me, nor any plague. You know, I don't know. God wrote this in the Bible because he knew that uh, times of evil shall come and plagues, because it is part of the end time prophecy, that in days where we shall experience plagues like this, and he assured you two th over 
thousands of years, because that's not even two, over 2,000 years ago. That is like way before Jesus' time. So over thousands of years, about three, 4,000 years ago, he assured you that no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Hallelujah. Yep, I like that. Coronavirus, your, pa your passport is expired. Your visa has been denied. You have been denied entry into my life. I like that. Ay, 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 ay. Hard truth ministry. I like that. You have been denied entry. Return back to the sender. Go to your master and, 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 and report that you have failed in your mission miserably. You have failed in your mission. Coronavirus, your time has come up like all those who want to testify against Hillary. Your time has come up. Coronavirus, you shall die unsupervised like Epstein. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. In the Bible says, for no weapon formed against you or fashion against you shall prosper. He didn't say that no weapon except the weapon of virus. For no weapon. You know, I used to be, like I've shared this testimony with you. I used to be sick all the time. If, you know, if any of my people that I went to elementary school with in Ghana, which I went to Radiant Way, it was called Radiant Way Basic School, then later on called Radiant Way Preparatory School. Anybody that is, if any, sometimes some of my old friends come on, but if anybody's watching that I went to school with, they would tell you I would miss school. Even I went to high school with in Ghana called Premper College. They would tell you I used to miss class all the time because I was always sick. But when I gave my life to the Lord, when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, everything changed. Because I began to stand upon the Bible and the scriptures. You know, every season I used to be sick. And it stopped. Now I don't get sick every, I don't get sick again. Because the word of God is true. The Bible says for the word is health to their bones and healing to their flesh. To those that find it. So when you find your, the word of God and you stand upon the word of God, I'm telling you, man, you know, that is why some of us speak, you know, like unconcerned. You know, I'm, I'm be, sometimes you might think it's just like talk. Because this morning I was actually, last night and this morning I was laying on my bed. Because I woke up around like 4 a.m. and I was praying, you know, praying for my family, praying for myself, praying for you. And I was laying on my bed and I was really thinking about, like, because sometimes you can mask things, you know. You can be, because it has happened to me, sometimes you are like not very sure of the outcome, but you want to stand in faith. Which is good. Because when, you know, but this one I was like really searching in my heart to see if I could find any ounce of fear for this virus. And there was none. There was none. And, you know, there are times I have masked my fears with faith. Or I have, I have you know, sometimes you, you are afraid on the inside, but you, you, you fight it so hard with faith, you know, until you completely defeat your fear. So which is good. Every time you know that, you know, there is, you are afraid on the inside, fight, put up a fight. That's what the Bible says, content for your faith. Put up a fight. 
Fight it with the word of God. Fight it so the fear completely leaves you. But there was no ounce of fear. I couldn't find any fear for this virus in my heart, which is a good thing. And, and so when we come on here and we are not talking, we are not blowing smoke, we are not, yes, I am completely, I am 100% sure. And I'm speaking to you because, you know, how can I encourage you if me, myself, I am afraid. God will keep you safe. Hallelujah. God will keep you safe. Don't give in to fear. The truth, you know, the truth of the matter is that <laughs> there is about 97% people recover from the illness. About 97, there is nobody that has died. Don't even, you know, like there is no child that has died from this virus. There is no child that has died from this virus. And the ages from like 30, from below, um, below 40 and younger is like very low. Usually, you know, so. You are going, you're going to live through it. Some of you have lived through worse. You know, like there's this girl that I know. I, I was friends with her back in the day. Still friends with her actually. But um, she's called Patience. And she's in, uh, she's in she lives in Connecticut. And we, all, we, all, we, we were all friends when we were in Massachusetts. And you know, a very beautiful girl. If you see her, the thing that I'm going to tell you, not, if you see her, she's a very beautiful girl, you know. She's been in like beauty pageants and whatnot. And she told me when she was growing up in Liberia, she, she told me that the first time she saw a television was in America. And then she's telling me that when she was growing up in like Liberia in her village, you know, they sometimes during the Civil War, sometimes you would hear people would run to the village and say that the rebels are coming. And they would run and they would go live in the forest, no shower, nothing, for three weeks, sometimes a month. Until that they hear that the place, somebody will sneak in and come, you know, try to come and look. And they will come and they, the place has been cleared. And they will come back. They did that for years. Until they finally crossed the border. We walked, they walked through the bush, crossed the border to Ivory Coast. And then they were able to, you know, secure um, um, refugee status and come to America. So, you know, people have, you know, like skipping, hiding for their lives from rebels. Because when the rebels come... You know, watching people being raped in front of your eyes. I have friends that, you know, if they had to tell you about the things that they went through during the Liberian Civil War. One of my um, cousins by marriage, because that is my uncle's wife's um, sister's son. You know, they lived in Liberia with their father. And actually... The mother, my cousin, uh, my, so that my aunt is in New York now, and my that my cousin is in Ghana. They lived in Liberia with their father. During the Civil War, they were running away. Their father got shot and got killed. Their mom got a bullet in her in her hand. She's in New York now. She got a bullet in her hand, and they were still able to escape to to um to come back to Ghana where they were, they were from. And the mom later on coming to America. You know, and she's still in New York. She lives in the Bronx. So people have been through very, very, you know. 
very, very, you know, bad things. But we are going to survive this. We're going to live through this. We're going to survive it. And you're going to come out stronger, more powerful than you ever were. Amen. Thank you for listening to World Evangelistic Podcast. For more info, go to worldevangelistic.com.